Hi, and welcome to Black Political Beat. I'm your host, Cameron Woods, and today I want to discuss a popular concept you've probably heard about that touches on so many other inherently American political themes, but maybe you haven't all the way investigated where it comes from. Today we're going to talk about gerrymandering. But first, I do want to take a moment to congratulate former city councilwoman Latoya Cantrell for becoming New Orleans' first black woman mayor in the city's 300-year history. Cantrell beat out 18 candidates and won 60% of the November 18th runoff vote against fellow Democratic opponent Desiree Charbonnet. This made for a historic race and an even more historic victory. So once again, a congratulations to Mayor-elect Latoya Cantrell. All right, back to gerrymandering. What is it and where does it come from? Hopefully both of these questions will be answered for you by the time that you finish listening to this episode. But if they aren't, please let me know and I will be sure to get back to you. Officially, gerrymandering is the act of drawing district lines to favor one political party, individual, or constituency over another. Now, districts are considered political divisions from which U.S. representatives and legislators are elected. And district lines are drawn every 10 years following the completion of our census, which I know you've probably heard about, but... Um, All of this basically rests on the premise that the Constitution mandates congressional representatives being selected and apportioned amongst the states based on their population. So if the state is gaining or losing uh, a population um, at great length, that's going to affect their chances of having a certain number of the 435 seats in the House of representatives for that 10-year period. So with that in mind, the more districts you have, the more stuff you can do. Like maybe you want to help control the state's budget or just set the party up for future candidates. All that is made possible um, by making sure that you have a smarter advantaged electoral map. The problem with this is it can definitely encourage political parties to create electoral maps based on their own benefit and political outcomes rather than be indicative of the actual population that occupies a certain geographic area. So you have an idea of what gerrymandering is and why a party political party might want to participate in gerrymandering. But how has this affected people of color in particular? Well, traditionally, this affects voters of color because they're either grouped into one district, which is referred to as packing, or spread thin across too many other districts to affect the vote, which is called cracking. Now, in a packing scenario, you can think of it as if more districts equal more votes, then the opposing party's districts should get fewer districts and they'll have fewer votes. The opposite is true in terms of an example where you would use cracking. 
because maybe you have a candidate who you know is very popular amongst one portion of the population let's say minorities so then you take their population you disperse it amongst a whole bunch of other districts so that their voting power is diluted so why is this so significant today well recent reports about the current administration's pick for the deputy director of the u.s census in 2020 don't seem so good This is a person who has literally written a book called Redistricting and Representation, Why Competitive Elections Are Bad for America. Now, I do try and keep this podcast as partisan-less as possible, so I'll never tell you who to vote for. Uh, I more so wanted to do this to tell you why you should vote. But if you have some time, you should definitely check out this story on your own. You could probably just search deputy director pick for uh, census or uh, Thomas Burnell is the uh, name. But either way, um, some very interesting choice underlying this pick. (laughs) I don't want to float any conspiracy theories, but it would be seriously compelling um, should the administration choose to put a person in charge of the census as a vehicle to manipulate the counts that's a very huge deal and not something that we would want obviously to happen uh, seeing that the deputy director of the census is pretty much like the CFO or COO um, of the 2020 census so I hope that this was informative and led you to thinking some thoughts about um, gerrymandering and different political concepts. I guess also congressional uh, apportionment is something that you might want to look further into, just um, how our uh, districts decide how many representatives, um, or I guess the interplay between the census and Um, the choosing of of how many reps each state gets. It's pretty pretty fascinating stuff. So, in conclusion, you should probably go ahead and look up the shape of your district or compare it to others in your state. Um, You can look at how it's shaped or maybe see how many other districts it touches or if you notice certain things like your neighborhood is particularly one that is um, just made up of a central group of people or a particular voting block, um, you know, it would just be interesting to, to note that and know what your, um, what your district look, looks like. So um, that is it for today's episode, but I will make this a uh, recurring thing on Tuesdays is when I usually want to drop these, so most likely it'll be Tuesday evening. Till next time, guys. Goodbye.